From the food we eat, the air we breathe, the land we dwell, to the health of our body and mind and the well-being of all things in the universe. Unlock the science with Chula Radio Plus. Welcome to Unlock the Science. I'm Virada Salim. When talking about nuclear, what comes to your mind? Many people might think of Chernobyl disaster in 1986 or the Hiroshima and Nagasaki incident when the United States detonated two atomic bombs at the two cities in 1945 during the Second World War. It can be seen that the notion of nuclear power is often associated with the widespread destruction, radioactive fallout, and violence inflicted upon those who are affected by it. As it was self-evident in the past, a single nuclear bomb could kill millions of people over a large city. Owing to the past nuclear incidents, many are against not only nuclear weapons, but also nuclear energy, as they share some similarities, including similar technologies and radiological research and development. However, Due to the dire needs to limit carbon emissions and tackle climate issues, many are turning to nuclear as an alternative source of energy that would help both public and private sectors to achieve the climate goals. Various governments and institutions are now considering nuclear more than ever. According to the Vienna-based International Atomic Energy Agency, an international organization that seeks to promote the peaceful use of nuclear energy, Nuclear energy is an energy stemming from an atomic core made up of protons and neutrons. There are two ways to produce nuclear energy, nuclear fission and nuclear fusion. Nuclear fission is when the nucleus of an atom splits into several parts, whereas nuclear fusion is when the nuclei fuse together. These processes generate heat to produce steam, which can be converted into electricity. Up until now, All nuclear energy we use in our world today is produced through nuclear fission, as nuclear fusion is still in the research and development stage. The radioactive materials used in making nuclear are usually a special type of uranium, a resource as abundant as tin metal, commonly found in natural crustal rock and plutonium. Nuclear power providers need to mine these materials underground, purify and enrich them, Afterwards, they process uranium into the form of pellets. When grouping these fuel pellets together, they become fuel rods. Fuel rods then form into a fuel assembly, and many assemblies generate electricity. Seeing the importance of phasing out fossil fuels, many researchers and nuclear advocates suggest we consider nuclear as a promising alternative for the low-carbon future as it emits less carbon. While burning fossil fuels releases greenhouse gases, electricity generation by nuclear fission does not directly produce carbon dioxide. In fact, energy generation by nuclear fission is almost 8,000 times more efficient than that by fossil fuels. This means the amount of fuel required to produce nuclear energy is way less than its counterpart. The London-based World Nuclear Association an international organization that promotes nuclear power and supports the companies that comprise the global nuclear industry, also states that depleted nuclear fuel can be recycled and reprocessed to make derivative fuel in generating more electrical power. 
Consequently, if a nuclear power plant is operated in a safe manner, it will strengthen energy security as well as help countries curb carbon emissions. While it is true that nuclear energy is very expensive in the short run due to its complexity and highly strict regulatory compliance, the International Atomic Energy Agency argues that it is cost-effective in the long run compared to other sources of energy such as natural gas. Moreover, nuclear power plants are considered baseload sources of electricity, meaning they provide constant energy. While its capital cost is high, it can supply a large amount of baseload electricity in the long run at a low operating cost compared to natural gas. As of mid 2022, there are 440 active nuclear power reactors in over 50 countries, supplying 10% of the world's electricity, according to the World Nuclear Association. The top countries with the highest operational nuclear power capacity are the United States. France, China, Japan, and Russia. On the other hand, there is no operating nuclear power plant in Southeast Asia. According to the International Atomic Energy Agency, Thailand used to consider building nuclear power plants in its power development plan in 1966, but the project was later halted due to its high risks and public unacceptance. Up next, I look the science reporter Patanan Arun Prichawat talks to Associate Professor Dr. Sanchai Ninsuwankosit, a nuclear engineer at Faculty of Engineering, Jalalongkorn University, on nuclear power and its advantages. Nuclear. How is nuclear energy created? Okay, according uh, to the history, okay, uh, people start uh, wondering uh, about uh, the structure of material. Uh, we consider the first thing is, uh, in the past, we talk about uh, how the material is composed of uh, so many elements. Uh, after we learn about physics and a lot of stuff, we come uh, closer to the uh, concept of atoms. Okay. In the past, we talk about atoms as being the uh, the smallest part of material. Okay. Uh, uh, sooner we learn more about the structure of atom that composed of nucleus and electron. And now, uh, when you say uh, what is nuclear, then we are talking about the nucleus, which actually uh, is the major part of. Uh, element that, that we know. Uh, nucleus is composed of uh, neutrons and protons, which are the uh, basic particles that uh, compose all the uh, elements uh, that we know of. And when we say what is nuclear, then we talk about the structure of the, the nucleus. That is a major part of atom that uh, uh, being uh, uh, things that uh, contain all the mass, uh, contain all the energy within, inside the atom. Fusion is the process that uh, convert energy by combining uh, particles together. Uh, by combi combining particles together, we lost some mass, and that lost mass becomes the energy. On the other hand, uh, we can we can uh, split the nucleus, the heavy nucleus, into a smaller nucleus, uh, two uh, one nucleus uh, split into two nuclei. Okay, and and with that again, uh, we lost a lot. We lost some mass, and that mass convert into energy. Uh, this is the process called fission. We know about fusion uh, long before the process of fission, but uh, we try to imitate the process. And the one that we we, we uh, accomplished first is the process of fission. I believe it was uh, sometime in 1940 where uh, uh, Otto Hahn uh, observed the splitting of the uranium uh, nucleus. And that uh, is the fission process. Uh, discovery, uh, people start uh, uh, 
uh, run uh, trying to uh, generate power from this process and uh, it first used uh, was as a weapon okay we know about the nuclear bomb uh, at the time it was called uh, atomic bomb okay because we thought uh, that was uh, the process from splitting atom uh, turned out they actually we, we split the nucleus not the atom after the world war ii where we learned we we have the uh, the first usage of uh, nuclear power as in the form of atomic bomb or nuclear bomb we began uh, uh, trying to implement uh, the uh, nuclear fusion process in the form of uh, uh, people use to generate power and that becomes the concept of a nuclear uh, power plant uh, that, that uh, we know nowadays. I, I, I hope that explains something about the, the nuclear fission process. So are there financial incentives for adopting nuclear energy? Uh, well, of course, if we talk about uh, the, the big picture, uh, as I said, uh, uh, nuclear energy is, uh, give you the very high density of power. That means uh, uh, one small unit uh, produces a lot of energy that uh, you can uh, use for I mean, the whole country. Okay, the, nowadays uh, the size of the nuclear power plant. Well, we are, we are talking about fission, right? Because yeah. uh, fusion is still somewhere, sometime in the future. Mm. Uh, so for fission, uh, one uh, one unit can produce something like uh, one thousand megawatt electricity. That is enough for the, the whole province. Let's say for for Bangkok. Yeah. Okay. One one unit is enough uh, for Bangkok, but then uh, again, uh, because of the its high density of uh, energy, that means um, you you don't need uh, so many plants to support mm-hmm. one community. Uh, at the same time, uh, you don't use uh, as much uh, energy source. Okay. For example, uh, for a new uh, nuclear power plant, uh, each year you uh, spend you use about Let's say you spend about 30, uh, 30 few bundles. Each one is about uh, two or three tons. Let's say about less, less than 100 tons of uh, uranium fuel. Okay. Uh, and it would cost something like, uh, each bundle would cost something like, uh, let's see, four or five million uh, US dollar. Mm-hmm. And if you use about uh, 100 tons, that would be something like, uh, let's say, one billion US dollar. Mm. I think that number is correct. Okay, I mean, it will sound a very, very large amount of money, but uh, compared with uh, the fuel you use uh, for every day from gas or from uh, coal, there is just a fraction of the cost you you spend uh, for for the uh, coal plant or uh, gas uh, plant. Yeah. Of course, uh, uh, the cost of the, the fuel uh, is not uh, as big for nuclear power, but uh, the, the, the big problem is uh, the, the investment cost because the, the plant itself uh, uh, costs a lot and, and take a long time to finish. Mm. In general, we expect that you take about 10 years to finish one plant. And because uh, the cost is very big uh, and it ha- you have to invest it for 10 years before, before you get the profit. Mm. And, and that is the, the, the big investment, the big risk in the in the term of uh, financial uh, investment and yeah. so that, that is a big hurdle uh, for impro- implementing the nuclear power so what are the advantages of nuclear energy well now the uh, the main uh, advantage would uh, be to to provide electricity right but uh, nowadays um, we can also use the heat that uh, in the past would just you know 
uh, throw away to the environment, okay? Because in, in the process of uh, this kind of uh, uh, thermal plant, uh, you produce a lot of uh, heat that uh, would have to be uh, transferred to the environment because uh, this, this heat uh, cannot be used uh, to produce uh, electricity. It's, too, it's still hot, but not hot enough mm. to, to use uh, to generate uh, electricity. But nowadays, uh, it turned out that uh, quite a lot of uh, industry that need uh, the heat itself for their process. Okay, so that means uh, nowadays we are talking about uh, use not only uh, use the uh, nuclear power to generate electricity, we also the the heat uh, left from such process can be also feed to other industry. In the past, uh, you know, the, the hot water, the steam uh, produced uh, from uh, not only the nuclear plant but from uh, other uh, thermal plant also be used for uh, a lot of industry like uh, uh, the, the, uh, the food industry where you need heat to uh, dry or uh, you know uh, accelerate the process of such or such a kind of uh, industry. Uh, I mean, of course, uh, we can use uh, uh, heat uh, from the nuclear process for this purpose also. Um, there is also the uh, the, the uh, uh, project about uh, uh, what we call desalination. Okay, desalination that means uh, we uh, produce uh, uh, fresh water from sea water. Okay, by using heat uh, from uh, this type of process. Uh, they, they will even talk about produce uh, the nuclear plant that the aim is not to produce the electricity but to produce for this uh, desalination process itself mm -hmm. for that purpose only and uh, in the country that uh, need a lot of fresh water that would be the benefit direct benefit to uh, to uh, such uh, area and i think in a way perhaps uh, that uh, can be applied also that that would be something to think about. How does nuclear play a role in mitigating climate change? In generating the, the power, there is no uh, combustion, there is no burning of anything. Mm. Okay, so in a way, uh, we uh, the process does not produce the what we call the greenhouse gas, or any uh, uh, gas that keep out uh, keep out the, the pollution. Okay, so that that would be the the best thing coming out of the using of the nuclear power. Of course, uh, people will say that, well, in the process of uh, getting the fuel, that is the mining the uranium, the pro that process also produce the uh, carbon dioxide and a lot of other uh, pollution. Uh, I would say that this is about the same with any uh, thing that uh, do the mining. And also even uh, for solar uh, cell, you need to produce uh, silicon for, in such process, you also produce all these uh, greenhouse gas and stuff. I would say the whole nuclear cycle produces a less fraction of uh, these uh, greenhouse gas compared with uh, other technology. Of course, uh, people also uh, think about uh, the radioactive uh, result from such process, especially what we call the radioactive waste. Um, in general, uh, in if there is no problem, all these uh, waste would be in the form of solid uh, bacteria. Okay, so uh, main thing is the, the fuel bundle that we feed into the reactor is in the solid form, is in the form of uh, some kind of uh, steel uh, or uh, metal case, uh, and all the fuel is inside that case. Uh, so that means, uh, in general, uh, there should not be any leakage of uh, the directive material from such fuel.
What are the possibilities that Thailand will have nuclear power? Oh, okay. Uh, this is a kind of difficult uh, uh, question. Not, not difficult, not in the term of technology, but the, in the term of uh, public acceptance. Uh, the nuclear program in Thailand uh, initially uh, began in 1970, and now it's 50 years already, and it never go anywhere. That is Unlock the Science reporter Patanan Arun Prishawat talking to Associate Professor Dr. Sanchai Ninsuwan Kosit, a faculty of engineering, Jalalongkorn University. We will take a short break now. You are listening to Unlock the Science on Chula Radio Plus. Although there are many advantages of nuclear energy, this technology poses threats in terms of social, environmental, and ecological aspects. First, despite being a low-carbon energy source, the fuel required to make nuclear energy is not completely clean. Its materials, byproducts, and waste are radioactive. If not managed or disposed of properly, they could emit radioactive particles, which are potentially harmful to the environment and humans. Those who are exposed to these radioactive materials are at risk of getting burned, cancer, blood disease, bone decay, and even radiation poisoning. Exposures to radioactive materials can occur in various settings, such as during nuclear testing, the fallout of nuclear power, nuclear waste disposal, and the expulsion of nuclear power plants. Studies reveal that thyroid cancer is one of the most distinct consequences of nuclear. Moreover, although there are extensive safety measures in place, any accident can happen anytime, as it had many times in the past. For example, the Chernobyl disaster in Ukraine in 1986, when reactor number four at the power plant exploded, releasing large amounts of radioactive materials into the atmosphere and killing dozens of people. Kate Brown, a science historian at Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, and the author of Manual for Survival, a Chernobyl Guide to the Future, a book unveiling the real consequences of the Chernobyl incident based on a decade of archival and on-the-ground research, has suggested that there are far more injuries with much more hazardous consequences than what had been reported. Brow said that high elevated levels of cesium-137, a radioactive isotope of the element cesium, were found in many patients from the Chernobyl incident, Exposure to large amounts of cesium-137 can cause burns, acute radiation sickness, and even death. Although the Chernobyl accidents happened 36 years ago, Brown noted that the cesium-137 still remains in the Chernobyl zone and would disappear only between 180 and 320 years after the accident, this means the area around Chernobyl power plant is still radioactive now as it was then. Not only that radioactive substances were released into the air, but forests, agricultural products, food, and water were all contaminated and radioactive. This not only affected Ukraine's territory, but also spread into neighboring Russia and Belarus. During the time of Chernobyl accident, Ukraine was still part of then the Soviet Union. Even now, 
with the existing nuclear power plants, there is no long-term storage solution for radioactive waste, and no method to inactivate radiation. Radioactive waste may refer to used fuels or any materials that have been exposed to radioactive dust. Therefore, the majority of radioactive waste is kept at the nuclear power plants, while high-level waste is kept in deep geological disposal. Still, after being buried, the waste containers can experience leakages, which can contaminate the surrounding earth and underground water. It is true that radioactive waste will naturally decay over time, but it can take up to thousands of years until it presents no harm to humans and the environment. To help us understand more about the negative consequences of nuclear power plants and the lessons learned, a l o c k the science reporter Patanan Arun Prichawat talks to Professor Kate Brown, who specializes in history of science at Massachusetts Institute of Technology or MIT in the United States. Is nuclear energy considered clean, environmentally friendly energy? No, it's not. Um, people even think that it doesn't have a carbon footprint, but indeed it does, of course. But The more serious problems is that um, after you produce nuclear energy, you produce a great amount of nuclear waste, and nobody really knows what to do with that nuclear waste. The United States invented nuclear weapons and created the first nuclear reactors, but yet we still do not have a place to put nuclear waste. So the long you can you know adopt like we did in the 1960s and 70s nuclear power reactors. Now those power reactors have been decommissioned; they've been put to bed. But that nuclear waste is still sitting in those com- communities, and those people are just as worried as they've ever been about some kind of accident. Are there any consequences of relying on nuclear energy? Yeah, um, there are long-term consequences. Um, if you have an accident and it releases radioactive contaminants, like in Chernobyl, Fukushima, Three Mile Island, United States. You then have people who have been contaminated by radioactive isotopes that causes cancers, birth defects, autoimmune disorders, and cardiac problems. You also have territory that has to be put out of commission, like in the Chernobyl zone, like the area around Fukushima. It's very expensive. And then the other consequences you have to think about is think about Europe right now. Uh, France has more nuclear power than anyone else in Europe. Now that Russia, they don't want to use Russian oil and gas. You would think France's reactors would kick in and produce all this energy, but they haven't because they have all these reactors that have um, technical problems. That it's too hot to run the reactors in the summers because they put hot water into the rivers and they would boil the fish. So with a you know a hotter and hotter climate, nuclear power doesn't make sense and. So when it comes to the time when we need to rely on nuclear power, we've seen from the case with France that it isn't very helpful or you know valuable, and they're still having to go back to coal. Um, the other thing we've noticed with the war in Ukraine is that people suddenly are using nuclear reactor plants as um, tools in war for. Nuclear, a kind of ter- nuclear terrorism. So the Russians captured two nuclear stations in Ukraine. They stockpiled uh, weapons there and soldiers there, knowing the Ukrainians would not bomb those ter- those sites. 
Um, they then went and dug up and, and released a lot of radioactive contamination that went into neighboring communities. So these are problems that are long-term problems. Once you build a plant, you live with the liability of that for 240,000 years. And, you know, based on your research on Chernobyl, what are the main lessons learned from the Chernobyl case or other previous nuclear incidents? We learned that even though we were told that nuclear power plants are perfectly safe, and that's what they said in the 60s and 70s, that's what they say today, we learned that uh, humans make mistakes and that we almost always have accidents no matter what technology we've employed. Those accidents are costly, usually not the company, but the taxpayers pay for the cleanup. Um, and the people living nearby pay for that, those accidents with their health, with the future of their children, um, with the destruction of their communities. And so, um, I mean, nuclear power is one of the most expensive forms of energy right now. It, it's the only reason to adopt it is to cut down a carbon footprint. But even then, the liabilities do not make sense. It makes more sense to concentrate on wind and solar and energy from the, you know, the tidal waves and things like that. Yeah. And how, how do these past nuclear disasters still affect our world today? Well, we're living with it now. Um, we have a, you know, rising numbers of people with thyroid cancer all over the world, but especially in the Northern hemisphere and in the Norman, Norman, I'm sorry, in the Northern hemisphere during the cold war, the great nuclear powers, mostly the United States and the Soviet Union, detonated hundreds of nuclear bombs into the atmosphere. That radioactive fallout contributes to this epidemic in, in thyroid cancer and other cancers. So all of us live with the nuclear legacy. Mm. And um, the last question, do you think that nuclear energy plays a role in mitigating climate change, like some ad advocates say? It, it, you know, we have existing nuclear power plants, we should use them safely until they wear out. But it does not make sense to build new power plants. Um, they don't, it takes years, usually 10 to 20 years to build them, we need new clean sources of energy today and tomorrow. And we need it to be affordable so that everybody can afford them. And we need, you know, what you have in a nuclear power plant is centralized power, power in the form of electricity, power in the form of money, and power in the form of politics. Uh, solar and wind decentralize that electrical power, but also the political and, and economic power. Everybody can share in the profits of generating their own energy. That makes much more sense for democratic societies. The notion of building nuclear power plants has been a controversial topic for many during the past years, as we have witnessed nuclear incidents. Many scholars and scientists have regarded nuclear power as a reliable source of energy, especially now when there is a dire need to mitigate climate changes, while various governments and institutions are now considering it more than ever, as it produces low carbon emissions compared to traditional energy sources. Nuclear power could be a carbon-free alternative to complement solar and wind energy. Unlike solar and wind, which generate energy inconsistently depending on weather conditions, nuclear power can reliably provide a high baseload of constant energy to the grid. 
If properly managed, nuclear power could provide the safety net for a completely carbon-free power mix. However, the concerns are about its radioactive harm and wastes, as governments still have no real plan for handling or disposing of them safely. I love the science. Would like to thank Associate Professor Dr. San Chai Nin Suwan Kosit, a Faculty of Engineering, Jalalongkorn University. And Professor Kate Brown from Massachusetts Institute of Technology or MIT in the United States for sharing their thoughts on nuclear power, its advantages and disadvantages. I hope you enjoy our program. You can listen to Unlock the Science on Dula Radio Plus at FM 101.5 every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 1:30 p.m. You can also listen and follow us on our website, CU Radio. .jula.ac.th and our Facebook page. Our show is also accessible as podcasts, including on Apple and Spotify. See you again next Saturday. Have a nice day. Unlock the Science is edited and produced by Sinfa t u n s o r a w u d 